Hello, you guys, fellas, ladies, subscribers, fans. Uh, welcome to the Football Favorite Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, uh, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast team. Um, we are late on our uh, week uh, three recap of the NFL season, uh, but uh, better late than never. Um, so uh, before we start, man, uh want to give a big shout out to Off the Ball Network for allowing us to use their platform to... Uh, continue to grow our brand and continue to share our content with fans and uh, around the world. Um, so we want to keep, uh, want to really keep going, and we appreciate all the subscribers and the views that uh, we've received to this point. Man, I uh, really uh, appreciate it uh, to you know keep our hard work going. And we feel really good about uh, the partnership that we have with Off the Ball Network. And we just want to say again, thank you to them. And thank you to all the subscribers and everything. So, we want to get into um, this week three uh, recap, man. So, uh, obviously, I'm a Ravens fan. So, let's start with my Ravens losing to the Colts, man. Um, really rainy game, man. Um, um and I guess uh, Gardner Minshew is still trying to do his thing, that magic. So I uh, ended up taking a loss to the Colts, man. But uh highlighted a few things. Uh, the defense is really going to be the calling card, I guess, for the rest of the, the half uh, part of the season. Uh, so looks really good. Uh, defense looks really good. I mean, but... I don't think we should have been losing to the Colts without, you know, Jonathan Taylor. But nonetheless, um, good uh, game by them. But definitely, definitely should have uh, scored more points against them. Um, watching a little bit of the game, I saw that um, Gus Edwards was uh, out with a concussion. So. That moving forward into next week is probably a big thing because now we're down another running back. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see who we pick up um, if he, you know, can't go. Because uh, losing Dobbins week one was horrible. And then losing Gus is not a good thing because he's a good gold line threat, in my opinion. So uh, that hurt a little bit. But nonetheless, uh, I still think our defense is really good. And uh, I just want to see Lamar make more plays. You know what I'm saying? So, he's got talent. That's not the question. The question is, uh, one, decision-making and being able to put the ball in the end zone, man. We can't always depend on Justin Tucker to make all the points, man. So, uh, and he's human, too, because he missed some kicks. But, uh, uh, but like I said, we, we should have did that. But, I mean, there was a, a couple of no calls that should have been called. But, uh, I don't like blaming the refs, man, because, I mean, like I said, they're human too, man. You got to score, you know what I'm saying, to try and not keep the game in the refs' hands. So when you think about things like that, you know what I'm saying, you, you know you got to score more points because you don't want to leave it in, you know, the refs' hands for a pass interference call or a holding call at the end of the game, expecting them to help you. So uh, I'm still think uh we're a top 10 team uh if you check out uh 
our power rankings and the power rankings on Off the Ball Network. Uh, both of the rankings kind of uh, look like each other, and they have the Ravens uh, in the top ten. So, um, definitely a good one. So, um, another game uh, that I want to talk about uh, is the Dolphins, man, putting a 70-burger on the uh, Denver Broncos, man. Um, gosh, this is, this was absolutely a, a shellacking, a destruction, a whatever you want to call it, man. This, this was not one of the games that you could look at and be like, well, we could really take some positives from it. I don't really think so, man. I really think that the Dolphins really beat the brakes off the Broncos and really exposed them to being like a team that could really just say, okay, well, maybe we should just tank for a top pick, man. Um, and actually, I'm not even sure if they have a top pick because they gave up some draft picks to get Russell Wilson. So I'm not even sure if they have any first-round picks this year. So um, I'm going to do some research on that. Um, but it's not a good thing when you think about um, – just the overall state of the team, man. I mean, you have former players like Shannon Sharp, you know, saying that, you know, this is disgusting. These players aren't good enough. And, you know, and, you know, he, you know, sweat for that organization, man. Bled sweat and gave his heart out for uh, that organization. So if he. So if he says that, man, this is not a good look and this is something that you know isn't working you know long term you know there's an issue there you know what i'm saying um i don't know what uh sean payton can do um but the team probably just needs an overhaul you know what i'm saying and i mean don't get it twisted man uh, nathaniel hackett really didn't do that well and i don't think he was ready for a head coaching job but when I think about the product on the field right now, I'm looking at this team and it just doesn't seem good enough, man. I mean, it was to the point where a player, you know, that I follow very closely and um, Patrick Sertain just looked really uninvested, especially late in the game when they're getting beat really bad. You know, he's like, yo, you can tell by his body language that he's like, yo, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? And this is one of your A-list players, you know? So it's important to, when you think about those things, to, um, you know, like, what what can they do to fix it? But I really think this is one of the teams that really need an overhaul, man. But at the top of the list, you know, is Russell Wilson, man. Um, you have to... um. As the leader, the quarterback of the team, you have to really galvanize your group, man. And, you know, since he's been there, it hasn't been that good. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been the best locker room guy. And if you hear some of his Seahawks teammates, you know, back in the day say that, you know, after the Super Bowl, he wasn't the same guy, you know. And that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? Um, but... You know, you would think, okay, well, you're coming into a new place. You want to be a different kind of leader. 
And it didn't start off well. And now with this kind of loss, it doesn't feel good at all. The, the marriage between uh, Sean Payton and um, uh, Russell Wilson seems strained at this point. And between an organizational standpoint, man, uh, if you watch our show, man, um, I mentioned that the Denver Broncos have new ownership, man. They have a lot of different people at the top, man. And they invested a lot of money, and this is not a product that they're going to be happy about. So I expect them, you know, this week to be one of those weeks to decide what what they want to do. Uh, and I think effort's going to be one of those key contributors to a decision about the team moving forward. Um, so uh, another game I want to talk to, because I want to beat up on the Denver Broncos, man. But... Uh, but obviously, before I get into my next game, let's talk about the Dolphins, man. Um, they really put a shellacking on them, as I mentioned. Uh, that's my Super Bowl pick, man. Um, offensively, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. Um, and, you know, like I said, Tua's been healthy. Let's just keep, you know, that going. Uh, because right now, he's a front runner for the MVP. And they're playing lights out, man. And uh, until you become able to shut down their offense, man, you're in trouble, man. They have Mozart, they have A-Chang, they have defenders, they have everything. So it's important to to realize that moving forward, man. Um, but last, well, not the last game. I'm going to do another one after this. But uh, one another game I want to talk about is the Packers and um, I believe the Packers and the Saints. Um that was an interesting game to me uh, because um, the Saints are not a bad team, you know, and they lost uh, some. They lost their uh, I would just would say they lost uh, Derek Carr uh, early or in the middle of this game. And uh, that hurt, that hurt them a lot because uh, you I think you had to depend on um, Jameis Winston or something like that. Uh, to come back in this game and, um, gosh, and didn't look really good. And um, it allowed the Packers to come back and uh, win this game, man. So uh, the Packers, to me, like I said, I'm really high on their defensive scheme. I'm not, um, I'm not crazy, you know, against it. So I, I appreciate them. Um, you know, really believing in Jordan Love. Yeah, Jordan Love, to me, is one of the most important players of the season, man, because he's really not a bad quarterback at all, man. Like, he's not. He he seems to not only understand Matt LaFleur's system, but he seems like he's flourishing in it, man. And he's not like making decisions that are bonehead esque. Uh, obviously, they took a loss to the Falcons. Uh, I want to say last week or something like that. Um, but it wasn't crazy though. Like it was literally maybe just the reps he didn't get with Aaron Rodgers there. So he's just getting more comfortable. But as far as the ins and outs of, um. You know, him playing quarterback for the Packers. It's been a really, really good uh, 
plan and experience, you know, uh, for him. And uh, it looks good, man. And the fact that they came back and won this game shows that, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? And especially against a good Saints defense. Let's not say, let's not forget that. The Saints have a very, very good defense. So the fact that he was able to make some plays late in this game and, and able to get the win uh, really showed me something about the Packers, man. Like I said, I'm high on their defensive scheme. I love the the 5-2 method that they have. Um, it really... Uh, allows their linebackers to flow sideline to sideline. But uh, as I mentioned in a, another video, I think they need to um, be able to have a different package out of that, especially when you're going against teams that can spread you out like the Dolphins and the Falcons did to kind of come back and win that game. Uh, so, like I said, man, um, I appreciate the uh, the Packers' effort, man, to to come back in that game, man. But Brandon's not the happiest about uh, his Saints taking the L there. Uh, but uh, like I said, it was a good game. Um, but like I said, I expect Derek Carr to come back, and they're gonna get Kamara back at some point. So uh, offensively, I think it might have some stability there uh, moving forward with their good defense, man. So. Um, like I said, good game. Um, like I said, one of last games that I really want to talk about, man, that really kind of stood out to me is, um, let's see, we're going to go with, uh, let's see, you know what? I'm going to talk about the Chiefs, man. Um, the Chiefs and, who they play? The Chiefs and... The Bears, because this is another team that uh, those are the two teams that are on opposite spectrums, man. Okay, so the Chiefs obviously are your Super Bowl defending champs, so they look like they could do another run. I mean, you you look at um, you know Mahomes and you look at um, Travis Kelsey, like they're making plays, like. And obviously, Travis Kelsey was probably turned up because Taylor Swift was in the stands. And he was turned up making plays. And Mahomes is being a great quarterback and just letting him have his, his moment, man. Uh, but winning the game was very important. And they did that handily. It wasn't that close at all, man. But the fact that, you know, Mahomes is like, it feels like he's learning from like quarterbacks of the past uh, to the point where. Um, he got that big contract, and now he's kind of investing it back into the team. And they're able to get some players, man, that can really contribute, man. It's like you're looking at the team, and uh, they got players, seventh-round players contributing. They got offensive linemen from different places contributing. Uh, obviously, they got Tony. You know, he's contributing. Uh, gosh, they have many players on offense and defense that are really just contributing. And, you know, they look poised for another run, man. And it's like, as soon as, it's like, as long as you have Mahomes back there, uh, and Kelsey, you're gonna have success there. Um, and it's like, he's not doing much at quarterback. He's just making the reads, making the plays, and, like, they're just doing it. Now, Alright, looking at the other side. Uh, obviously, Chiefs are very good. I think they can make a run um, to the AFC Championship game because I got the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. But 
when you looking at, you know, the other side, obviously they playing the Bears, you know what I'm saying? But the Bears, you know, it's uh it's a, a tough situation for them. Um I don't know what to really expect from them. I mean, you have um Justin Fields, um and I think Justin Fields is a talent. I agree with uh Terry Bradshaw what he said. He's like he is talented. We need to help that quarterback. Um, and I mean, it's true. Uh, Justin Fields is very, very talented, man. I mean, and you don't want to see him running like that. You want to see him develop as a passer, man. But like, you know, you have to, you have to let, you want to try to win some games, man. And them losing seems like it's not his fault, you know? Um, I mean, you're going against a juggernaut in the Chiefs, man. Defensively, like, you're going to have to bring your hard hat, man, to, to help him out, you know. And he has, like I said, he has all the talent in the world. He has DJ Moore, um, and he has a, a, a some, I guess you could say, maybe some talent at running back or something like that. But, like, other than that, it's not really much you can really sink your teeth in with the Bears, man. So, it, a lot of people I see want to kind of blame Justin Fields for it, but I'm not really there yet. I don't think it's really his fault. I just think it's not enough around him so that the defense doesn't just focus on him, you know? Uh, and I just think they, it's just a team in, um, in flux right now. Like, they want to be better, but they just don't have the pieces yet. So, I'm not off of the Justin Fields train because I really think he's good, man. But, like I said, this is karma from the uh, Bears, for the Bears, man. Because, you know, I saw a post on, like, Facebook or one of the social media platforms that they haven't won, they haven't had a winning season since uh, they fired Lovey Smith. And Lovey Smith was 10-6 and six that season. So this is karma, man. Um, and they have karma from not drafting uh, Mahomes when they had a chance to with the second overall pick and choosing Mitchell Trubisky. So uh, just karma for the Bears, man. Um, and this is what they get. So um, like I said, um, but enough about the Bears, man. Um, like I said, they got a long way to go, but the Chiefs look like they in midseason form, and it seems like they can get a whole lot better. Yeah, so, um, like I said, man, that was one of the games that uh, really stood out to me because of the storylines and what I saw after the game. So, um, like I said, um, this is a football frame of mind podcast. I'm Cam. Like I said, uh, don't forget to uh, like and subscribe and like I say all the time um, from now on uh, give a big shout out to Off The Ball Network for giving us a chance to talk about the game that we love to, love to talk about so this is Cam Football Frame of Mind Podcast signing off